sharing live enables you to show the real you, to be more authentic and vulnerable, and it also allows your audience to connect with you. Brand Therapy, that's the name of this podcast. Welcome, I'm Phil. And I'm Lauren. And this is a podcast where we tackle business and branding challenges for strangers. They call us, we talk through it for a few minutes, we leave them with a good resolution, I guess, you would you call it? Or like yeah. some strategy, yeah, some ideas yeah. on where to go with all of this. And then when we're feeling particularly frisky, we have our friends on here sometimes, like friends that are that are smarter than us. So this is one of those episodes where we call a friend, an expert, a guest to talk about a topic in more detail, you know, that people have asked us about or that we're curious about. I mean, there you go. That's our podcast. Do you have any questions? No, but I have a question for you and it's related to the podcast, I swear. Okay. What's the question? Can you name this noise? Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's from ICQ. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> My God, you know, you know your live interaction and engagement tools very well. The history of messaging. Oh my God. It is a history. Okay, MSN Messenger. That what wasn't noise like was any, that? No, it wasn't really a noise, a distinctive noise. It was, it was more like, a like using characters to like create figures and remember updating your status with all the like the symbols. Yeah, I remember when I got dumped, well, cheated on and then dumped <gasps> my first my first year of college when back when MS, MSN Messenger was still a thing, I changed yeah. my profile photo to this like really graphic broken heart. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yes. Profile photos. Profile photos. Anyway, oh I just thought it was God. an important question because this episode is with a live video expert. And I would argue that live video is like the frontier of engagement today. It is. Like we started off with ICQ, yep. moved on to MSN Messenger, then maybe did BBM, then Facebook was created. And now here we are with live video everywhere. It's true. This is really, no one's going to argue with, you know, this being one of the strongest ways to engage and grow an audience. For me, it's huge. I feel lucky to be able to go live on LinkedIn, which is in beta, so not everyone can do it. But I can, so I do. Also going live on Facebook. Ian really is, he's our guest today, Ian really is the authority in this space. All it takes is a simple Google search for something related to live video. And guess whose website you land on, folks? Ian Anderson Gray, hello. That's, I mean, literally all the blog posts about this, the top traffic ones, go to his site. He is the expert. And guess where he is today? Where is he today, He's Phil? on our podcast called Brand Therapy. Oh Should we get to the, the conference? Podcast, <laughs> the podcast that I recorded as well. Yeah. <laughs> Shocker. The podcast where yes. we just, just kidding. It's then it's a complete loop. Um, Should we okay, get to the- Let's do it. Yeah, let's get to the conversation with Ian Anderson freaking gray. Hi, my name's Ian Anderson Gray, and I'm based in Manchester in the UK, and I help entrepreneurs level up their impact, authority, and profits using a live video confidently. That is exactly what you do. I am such a fan of you, Ian Anderson Gray. 
Can I just say that to kick this off? There is absolutely no <laughs> other single human being that I would speak to about this topic going live on video confidently in a way that aligns with people's goals. So I'm so happy you're here. We are really excited to talk to you. Well, I'm excited too. Really excited that we've finally managed to get the time to do this. It's great. Well, And so the little backstory here is that you and I have known each other. We met briefly years and years ago at New Media Europe, Mike and Isabella, our friends, um, their conference, which was in Manchester and then it was in London. And so, but you and I never really got to like hang out until about a month ago in Poland, where we were both speakers along with Mike and traveled with Isabella to um, InfoShare. And that was so much fun. So I love that I get to like now reflect on some of the things that you and I talked about and did together in Poland. So how cool that now we're like friends, friends, you know, we're like, we're like real friends. I know it's great. I mean, it's not like we were avoiding each other beforehand, just to make that clear. It's just, you know, with these conferences, they're always a little bit mad and lots of people there, but we knew each other. It's just, we didn't get a proper time to hang out until Poland. Was it last month? But it was, yeah, not long ago. And uh, that was just a fabulous conference, wasn't it? It really was. It really was. InfoShare. So if you, by the way, you're listening and you're you're the type of person that attends conferences, truly one of the best that I've been to in a long time, InfoShare. Anyways, I have been thinking a lot about my time at that conference, specifically as it relates to this topic, Ian, we went live. So rather than just talking about going live, a big part of this is doing, and I'm sure we're going to dive into this, but one of the things that we did as a group, you decided you had all these little, we'll talk about this too, the, the tripod and the gear and the software and all of this. We actually went live. You went live on LinkedIn. Mike went live, I believe, on YouTube. And then I was like, well, I'm going to join this party. And I went live on Facebook. And so much of this is just doing it rather than strategizing and planning and thinking maybe eventually doing it, right, Ian? Would you say that this is just, you got to do it? Oh, yes. You've got to do it. I mean, you know, I feel a little bit of a hypocrite here because I am the worst for overthinking things and perfectionism and all this kind of stuff. But when it comes down to it, you know, you can think as much as you like, you can strategize as much as you like, but those things can actually get in the way. They can actually stop you from doing it. And, and a lot of us are nervous. A lot of people are really afraid of pressing that go live button. And, and so you can come up with a strategy excuse and, oh, I need to have the gear, I need to have the right gear. But actually, you just need to press the button, try it out. And what's the worst that's going to happen? Well, actually, in all our cases, they weren't perfect live videos, were they? But we were connecting with our audiences and we were doing it. And every time we go live, every time we do it, we're improving, we're learning things and uh, connecting with our audiences. So that's why, one of the reasons why I live, like live video, why I love live video, but the other thing is it's, once you press that go live button, it's so quick and easy. It's a, an amazing way of creating content quickly and efficiently. And, and this is something I'm so excited about because when it comes to creating content, I'm one of these kind of 10,000 word bloggers out there that spends probably two to three weeks writing a blog post and it kind of sucks all the life out of me. Whereas when you press the go live button, you go live, it will probably take you 10 or 15 minutes. And then from that, you can then repurpose into all your other types of content, such as podcasts and blog posts and you name it. So, uh, so many amazing things about live video. So your introduction, like your brand sentence was honestly one of the best brand sentences 
like self-made brand sentences that we've ever had on the show. And honestly, that I've ever really heard outside of the show. So I'm curious to know, like, how did you discover that live video was your thing? I would love to say it was a planned and I had a big strategy about this, but it, it, honestly, it was a bit of a bit of a mistake <laughs> in a way. I kind of like a bit of a fluke. It came, I came across lots of different things I was playing with at the time. I was my background actually is I trained as a professional classical singer here in Manchester. So my background is music and performance. And then I started building websites. I was involved with technology. I, started, I created a blog which became really popular. And, and actually that kickstarted my opportunity to speak around the world at conferences on social media. But it wasn't really until three years ago when Facebook Live became a thing. And I didn't have access to it because I was an Android user at the time. And also it was, it was really only available in the US and I was in the UK. So I discovered a way of doing it from broadcasting from my computer using some software. And I wrote a very in-depth blog post about it. And that went completely viral. I then created a course on live video. And I found that people were really, really wanting to find out all about how to go live in a really easy way. And I was writing these blog posts that made it easy for people to do so. I then found myself a couple of years ago on stage in San Diego at Social Media Marketing World, singing with a group of other marketers. And I was thinking, isn't this amazing? I'm being able to bring my expertise in social media and technology with my passion for singing. And here I am on stage in front of two or 3,000 people doing that. And then the realization that I can combine technology, my performance background, and also my teaching background with live video. It all comes perfectly together. So I really do believe that this is what I should be doing. It's almost like this is what I've been put on earth to do, to encourage people with confidence in front of the camera and with the technology and also with the marketing and helping people uh, to convey their message with confidence to their audience. You are such a perfect example of like our formula for successful brand positioning, which is pairing something you love, absolutely love as a passion with something others need and are willing to put their time, attention and money behind. I mean, you literally just describe both parts of that formula. So that's I mean, that is so exciting for us to have like such a great example of that. So I'm in Brazil right now at the moment that we're recording this podcast. And I've given talks here over the last week about going live. What I do, Ian, and I think I might have done this in Poland when we were together, but I asked the audience to put their hand up if they post at least once a week on Instagram. Keep your hand up if you post at least once or twice a week to your Instagram stories. And then I say, keep your hand up if you go live at least once a week on Instagram. And typically, out of a group of at least 100 people, there is maybe one person, but usually zero people that keep their hand. And it doesn't surprise me, but it does kind of shock me, given how easy it is to make content on this platform. And right now, this could change. And I'm giving Instagram as an example. Your audience gets notified when you're live. Yet, we pay for advertising to have that same effect on other platforms. It's shocking to me how many people still haven't taken advantage of this media creation format. So what are your thoughts on that still in 2019 and beyond? A lot of people aren't doing it. There are a lot of people doing it, but they tend to be 
a small number of people in the marketing, the internet marketing world. And, and so I'm connected with a lot of these people. So I see a lot of people going live. But you broaden that out to uh, brands and businesses. And yeah, you're right. A lot of them are not going live because, well, mm -hmm. I think they're scared. They're scared of pressing that button. It's the whole live aspect of it. They're worried about them making a fool of themselves. And, and I call these live video syndromes. So it could be what I call feeling like an idiot syndrome. You're just worried about going on there, you fluffing your words, making a mistake and looking like an idiot. So that there might be that. Maybe you classify yourself as an introvert and you're using that as an excuse not to go live. Or maybe you don't like the way you look or the way you sound. So it's you don't like the way you look. Or it could be you're coming up with loads of other excuses such as the technology. You can't get the tech working. Uh, I, I mean, I could go on. Imposter syndrome. <laughs> There's all these things that stop us from going live. And, and really, what you need to kind of realize is that most of us, including myself, even though I've done this for, for such a long time, I still get nervous before I go live. And I think that's a good thing. It's, it shows that I care, but it's also a way that I, I've learned how to channel that nervous energy and that adrenaline into my communication in front of the camera. So it's a, it's a case of if you have that, then actually that's a good sign, but you then need to learn how to channel that in, into your communication in front of the camera. And the only way you're going to do that is by starting off. The first few videos that you do, you will feel really nervous and actually they won't be that great and you may not have that many people watching you but you've got to start somewhere and then over time as you and, and this is really the same with all types of content but with live video obviously it's more scary but the more times you do it the better you're going to get and the less nervous you're going to get and so you've just got to got to get started and there are loads of ways of of getting started i mean instagram is is a great place but you could go live on facebook and and just change the privacy settings to only you, or you go live in a private group. Start off small, play with Instagram stories, because that's another way of you getting used to getting in front of the camera. They're only 15 seconds long, and they only last for 24 hours. So what's the worst that's going to happen? So uh, loads of ways of, of getting over that fear, or well, not that you'll ever get over the fear, but completely because it's there for a reason. But it's a way of channeling that and controlling that fear. What opportunities do you think someone might lose if they don't go live? Well, it's really a case of other people out there are going to be going live. And if you're not going live, then you're giving more airtime to other people out there. And it, there's something that's even more important though than that. I think we're living in a world now where it's not just enough to be to talk about our expertise anymore. I mean, people obviously want to be able to know that we know what we're talking about and that we're good at what we do. But it's also they want to know the real us. They want to have a human connection with everyone. And so putting your personality out there is so important. We need to build that trust. And this is so important, whether you're a, a small business, a tiny brand or a big brand. Trust is so important and people want to communicate and they want to interact with you on a really human level. So actually, Going live enables you to show the real you, to be more authentic and vulnerable. And it also allows your audience to connect with you. There's no other medium out there that offers the same level of ability to communicate, to have your audience communicating with you and interacting with you than live video. So if you're not doing that, then you're missing out on so much, so much of that human connection between you and your audience. And at the end of the day, we want to be really 
engaging with our super fans, those people out there that love us, or we want to be building more or growing more of our super fans out there. And live video is such an amazing way, such an amazing platform to do that. I think that live video is probably arguably the best way to recreate the in-person experience, which everyone knows is what I define as the best branding. But I think there's no other way that more accurately simulates the experience we might have if we were together in real life. And that's my favorite thing about it. I also happen to just love video because, as you said earlier on, record it, done. No worrying about editing. You don't need a fancy camera. You don't need fancy editing. You don't need gear. All of these things that the minute we create longer form content is kind of required. So, but yet, Ian, still, as the person that preaches go live at least once a week, I'm that person. I still don't manage to do it. And I battle with this kind of like double standard, I guess, of like, if it's a client, then of course I have to deliver it. But when I myself am my own client, I become second priority. Do you have any tips for that? How do I like own it? You know, I think a lot of people feel the same way. It's like, as soon as it's our own thing, we push it to the side. Pause, 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 folks. Ian Anderson Gray. <laughs> Ian Anderson Gray. I'm like bopping along with He's it. here. He's side. bopping. He's talking about live video. I'm Good one. really not a singer. No. I do love a jingle, though. I, I hope that Ian takes that exact recording and uses it as an intro to his crazy popular <laughs> YouTube videos someday. Ian Anderson Gray. Well, <laughs> see catchy ian we just wrote your theme song you're welcome <laughs> well so Ian, but what's interesting about ian is that he's an opera singer right so like he <laughs> maybe could take my jingle and he sing it in an operatic he voice. doesn't need you <laughs> that's really what i want is i want that jingle sung in opera so that's your challenge ian God. um <laughs> so okay we paused our conversation with ian addison gray to talk about Value, resources, Lauren Moore, give us a rundown. All right. On philipallen.co slash resources this week, you don't just get one freebie, but you get two things to look forward to. The first is a blog post. You don't need to subscribe or anything. The information is just out there for you to take in. It's on five tips for going live on social media. So if you are convinced by the opportunities Ian has presented eloquently in this recording, go straight to Phil's blog because it's going to have everything you need in that blog post to actually go live successfully. And then the second thing is a worksheet download completely free, and it is a going live checklist prepared. It's prepared by the going live expert, Phil Palin. So, well, yeah, I mean... Yeah, Ian's really the going live expert, but he strongly inspires me. This was something I wanted to make quickly for people that are not as confident when it comes to clicking live. And I've made every screw up in the book. I've, Have you? You know, had the wrong, yes, I've had the wrong microphone plugged in. I've had the wrong camera set. I've had no audio before, so I did a whole live and no one could hear me. Wi-Fi cut um, out? Like, <laughs> Wi-Fi cut like, I think that was me. Literally, actually. well, you name it, like, it's happened. So I thought it would be smart to just walk through this little checklist so that you're feeling completely ready, not just on the tech side, but also on the content. You know, three bullet points is all it takes to be able to talk about something. Don't overthink it. 
this one page worksheet that I've prepared for you as in, in a checklist, fillable PDF format will help you prepare, but not over prepare and instead do when it comes to doing your lives. So I hope you find it helpful. Awesome. Awesome. Possum lady. This is a zoo. Um, Let's get here's back our to... conversation. Oh, wait, wait <laughs> you know what, what I'm going to say. Let's get what? back to our conversation with Ian Anderson Gray. Great. Ooh, little great. pitchy, but I think people are probably <laughs> so sick of hearing this jingle. So let's get back to it. <laughs> oh, back to it. Well, before I come up with some thoughts on that, I just wanted to ask a question to you. Why do you think you don't go live every week? What, what do you think it is that's stopping you? I get distracted. I uh, get pulled in lots of different directions. And I think that I, I lack probably the structure and the discipline to just do it. Well, I, I think that's really common. I mean, <laughs> you know, these are the characteristics of a true entrepreneur. Right. You know, you're, you're kind of thinking of all these things. There's so many things are buzzing around your head. And I'm very similar to that. I've come to the conclusion the only way really is to, well, two things. You need to know why you're going live, the importance of going live and what you're going to get out of it. And then second of all, which is the boring bit, you need to plan it. Yeah. You need to put it in the calendar. So one thing that I found really, really helpful is with my latest show, I'm from that one show, I'm actually repurposing it into so many other pieces of content. Now, you don't need to do this with all live video, but I'm just using this as an example because from this, I totally see why I'm doing it. So for my live show, I'm then repurposing that into a podcast so mm. I have another piece of content. And then from that, I'm then turning that into a blog post. So I have somebody who is listening to it and turning that into show notes, which I then go in and, and add my own bits to it. So I got that. And then from that, I've got Instagram stories and Instagram posts and uh, Facebook messages, Facebook posts, and, and you name it, from, all from this live video that all I need to do is go live once a week. Uh, and actually, in my case, I do it a little bit more than once a week, but that's all I need to do. So if you have a reason why uh, you're going live, and if it checks all those boxes, if it, it gives you so much more, then you know why and how important it is to, going to be. And then the other thing that is, is really important is to put it in the calendar. So I haven't quite sorted this out with my new show, but uh, once, once I, because it's very new, but I'm going to be going live at particular days and times every single week. I know that I'm going to be going live on Facebook on this date and time. I know that I'm going to be going live on LinkedIn live at this particular date and time. And I know that I'm going to be going live on Instagram live at this date and time. And I will know why I'm going to do it. It also helps if you bring in mm. guests. So if it's just you, you still need to, it's even more important to schedule that into your calendar. And it's kind of like going to the gym. You know, I've struggled going to the gym for years and years and years, and it kind of didn't happen until I hired a personal right. trainer. And now I have to turn up to the gym because he's meeting me there and I don't want to, you know, I can't let him down. So it's the same way if you have a guest, if you book in a guest, maybe do this to begin with. And uh, have a show where you've got a live video where you've got a guest and you know you need to turn up. But if you don't have a guest, you still need to make sure it's in the, in the calendar and you need to turn up. And remember, your audience are there waiting for you. So probably the best thing to do, which is what I'd recommend that you do, Phil, is schedule it in advance. So say to your audience, I'm going to go live next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Now, that might kind of go against the fact that you like to be spontaneous. And there's certainly no, no reason why you can't be spontaneous. Do, do spontaneous lives throughout the week, but at least have one scheduled live video 
every week that you know you need to turn up for and you know why you're going to do it. I love that. Yeah, I love that. I think your idea, Ian, of scheduling a guest is brilliant, brilliant, and probably going to help a lot of people overcome the live going live hurdle. My question for you is for someone who isn't comfortable going live naturally or even, you know, showing their face naturally, if someone's starting from scratch, do you have any advice for them on how to like engage their audience, find their audience, develop content that their audience will respond to when they're really starting from square one? Well, in a way, live video is no different to any other types of content. If you're creating content, whether it's a blog post or a podcast, you know, you can create live video content in the same type of content. So if you've written a blog post recently, why not take top three points from that and create a live video from it? First of all, start small. Don't try and produce like a two-hour live video show. That's that's going to end in tears. <laughs> so just go live for three or four minutes and share three points from it. You may not, at the beginning, if you're new to this, you may not get any live viewers, you make a very few. But remember, the replay viewers, the people that are going to watch later. So as I said before, the first place I'd start is play around with Instagram stories, get comfortable in front of the camera or a little bit more comfortable. The other thing is if you are, are, have an Android phone, you can use Facebook Live audio. So just by going, clicking on a live, uh, to create a live video on your, on your Facebook profile on your phone, then click on the three dots on the top right of your screen and you should see an option for Facebook Live audio. So you don't actually have to show your face. Unfortunately, it's not available for iPhone users, but if you're an iPhone user, why not use Twitter Live or Periscope, where, again, you can use live audio, so you don't need to show your face. And then the other option is just to broadcast to a small group of friends or in a, in a private group and get confident and used to that. So, and then in terms of the content, as I say, just keep it simple. Keep it to three or four points. You don't need to go live for very long. And then just plan what you're going to say. So there's a, a little bit of a structure to... Uh, in terms of what I'd recommend. The first thing is just start confidently. Don't worry about the technology. Just assume it's working and say, uh, greet greet people who are, who are watching the replay. Say who you are. So for example, if it was me, I'd say, hello, it's Ian Anderson Gray here. Thanks so, for, so much for watching the replay. Today, I'm going to be talking about the three top ways you can improve your live videos. And then I'd go into the content and share it that way. Hopefully, you'll start to see some live viewers and then you can, uh, once you've shared your live content, you can then uh, refer to them by name and, and ask them for questions and things like that. Don't get too distracted. And then press the end broadcast button. I think a lot of people actually, they're, they're scared of pressing the, pressing the start broadcast button, but they're also afraid of pressing the end broadcast button. Don't, don't go on too long. Just after five, 10 minutes, just press stop and you can always go live another time. Great advice. Okay, Phil, you can take it away with the advanced questions. Well, I, I thought, yeah, maybe to round off our discussion, it would be helpful to hear some of the specifics. Because, for example, Ian, when we were together in Poland, I saw you had this great little contraption that you had your phone in. You were using some kind of software that I wasn't overly familiar with. So I don't know. For me, some of those things motivate me to actually do it. And by the way, I agree with you. You don't need all the gear and all the fancy stuff to start. Instead, start small. And once you get to 10 live episodes or 15 or 20, reward yourself with those upgrades. That's what we did with podcasting. But for those people who are like me, and I like to know, like, what, what's the software you recommend? What are the tools that you use that you might recommend? Give us a few of those, Ian, because those are the things that get me excited. 
Yeah, well, I love what you just said there about rewarding yourself. That is so important. So I, I totally believe in bootstrapping your live video studio. Start small and then grow, build it up over time. And probably the, the easiest way, the best way is to start with your smartphone, whether it's an iPhone or an Android phone, just start there. The first thing I would look at upgrading before anything else is the audio. So invest in a microphone first because actually, arguably, audio is more important than video. If people can't hear you, they're going to switch off. So something like the Rode Laveral Plus, which is um, the Rode Smart Lav Plus, sorry, the, the Rode Smart Lav Plus, which is a lapel microphone that plugs straight into your iPhone or Android phone, that, is, that will really enhance the audio. Or you could go for something like uh, the Rode also do these shotgun mics, which you can put in front of you either on a tripod or on another thing that I'm going to recommend, which is the thing that you saw me with in Poland, which is the iographer case. And the iographer cases, if you just go to iographer.com, it's a bit difficult to, to describe on a podcast, but it's basically a <laughs> like a big plastic um, slab, I suppose, that you put your, uh, your phone in, and it gives you a lot more stability. So if you're walking around, and you can hold this in your two hands, and it creates a much more stable experience. But you can also put a microphone and a light on top of this. And so you have your, your effectively, you've got this mobile live video studio and you can even put it on a little tripod as well. It has a tripod mount at the bottom or at the side so you can go portrait or landscape. So they're really, really good. So I, I would say start, start off with, with a microphone, a tripod or uh, uh, the identifications there, they're really good. And so that's what I do to, to begin with and just use the native apps. Now, if you wanted to stay on, on a mobile device, on a smartphone, and you, and you have an iPhone, this only works on iPhones, I'm afraid, but it's, the software is, is called Switcher Studio. So if you wanted to take things to the next level, this is, the, this is the tool that I was using in Poland that allowed me to stream live to LinkedIn Live. And this is amazing. It kind of blows my mind what it can do. It's not particularly cheap. It's, you do have to invest um, some money into this on a monthly basis. But it is so simple. It gives you basically a live video studio. You have one phone or an iPad where you can control the camera angles. So if you have one or two iPhones in front of you on, on tripods, you can change which camera you're going to use. So you can switch between them. You can add lower third graphics. So you can put uh, put a nice fancy graphic when you come, you're starting your broadcast and you can share your screen and, and do loads and loads of cool things like that. And that works with Facebook Live. It works with LinkedIn Live and Periscope and YouTube as well. So that's from your smartphone. Now, if you want to take things to the next level, and this is what I particularly like doing, I like to broadcast for my computer. So this, if you use software on your computer, it's a lot easier to bring in guests. So you can bring in guests using like Skype or Zoom, and you can have a, you can bring them in from anywhere in the world. So they're really good for interview shows, but it's also good because you're able to download the video in a much higher quality. So if you're repurposing for later, you've got much better quality than just downloading it afterwards from, from Facebook. And also it allows you to highlight the comments on the screen as well. So if people are leaving you comments, you can actually highlight them on the screen and then read them out to, to uh, your live audience. So there are loads of tools that can help with this. Probably the easiest ones to get used to. So these are what I call web apps and they run in your browser. So the, the two most famous are BeLive.tv, and the one that I particularly like now is called StreamYard, StreamYard.com. And 
they, they just work in your browser. If you want to bring in the guests, you just give them a link and they just pop on. You can highlight comments on the screen. You can change uh, the different layouts. And they're, they're really, really cool from that point of view. Now, if you want to take, if you want to uh, download some software to your desktop, then the, the, the one that I really love is called Ecamm Live. It's only available for Mac. So if you're a Mac user, I highly recommend Ecamm Live. And you bring in your guests through, via Skype. And you can do things like highlight comments on the screen. You can save the video in, in HD. You can even, and I wouldn't recommend this for beginners, you can even have green screens. So if you have a green screen, you can make it look like you're flying um, over the roof <laughs> of Manhattan while you're doing a live video. <laughs> so um, loads and loads of tools out there. But that's where I'd start. Thank you. I so appreciate you listing all of those because it gives people, it kind of creates that playground for people to get started, even if you don't use those tools right away. Like, I would keep it simple. You don't need the fancy stuff right away, but it is kind of fun to play with those or have something that you work towards as you start to get better. Really good tips, Ian, on this. A really good discussion around this. I'm hoping that people will kind of feel like how I feel right now, which is like, just go and do it and treat yourself legitimately how you would treat a client, for example, and, and really put it into your calendar, incorporate guests, do what you need to do to show up at the gym, show up to do your live broadcast. It's very much the same thing. Thank you so much for spending time with us today on Brand Therapy and discussing this. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Ian. You're just such a wealth of knowledge, so thank you. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me on the show. Okay, there we have it. Thank you, Ian Anderson Gray, for the <laughs> for the great advice. Really good advice. And I think it's like what people need to hear right now because so many people are afraid or they don't prioritize the role of live video in their marketing for their businesses and their brands. Do you not agree? Ian was so convincing that he made me, me, want to go live. So You're I'm kidding. sure our listeners, yeah. I mean, I don't know if it'll happen, but I want it to happen for our listeners. So I really hope people take action. And I really, really hope that if people are feeling inspired, they keep up that inspiration by going to philpallon.co slash resources for our free worksheet, going live checklist, and our blog post on five tips for going live. Boom, we're running out of How time. How is that for a plug? Really good. We're running out of time, but I want to know what you think. What did you think of our chat today with Ian Anderson Gray? Ian Anderson Gray. Ian Anderson Gray. <laughs> so hashtag brand therapy is where you'll find us continuing the conversation. I am at Phil Palin. I am at the Lauren Moore. If you like this episode, then I have an idea. Go and leave a review. Five star, five star in the um, iTunes store. That would be great. That helps other people discover this podcast that we work very hard to make. And that, folks, is all. A big, big thank you to our guest, Ian Anderson Gray. Ian Anderson Gray. <laughs> I was a little late. You were a little late there, yeah. <laughs> For giving us great advice. We will see you back next episode, and we look forward to it. Until then, I'm Phil. And I'm Lauren. See you then. Bye-bye. And next week on Brand Therapy. We're not just here to entertain. Um, entertainers are also here to make money, right? 
So I think it's, my part is that part. 